Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Report This Post. My name is Geiger. That over there is Christian. Geiger, how are you? I'm great. And uh, we're your hosts with The Post. This week, very special episode. Uh, we're talking about uh, everyone's favorite uh, gridiron sport. Uh, now what does that mean? <laughs> what is what is uh, gridiron mean? Yeah. Now that refers to a sport uh, known as uh, football, right? You tell me. Oh, you're American the football. Okay, I do have. <laughs> all right, well, I have a Wikipedia entry okay, here. Okay, great. Um, well, I'm actually going to be a little more change it up just a little bit. Um, so football, as we know, it is a American gridiron sport involving two teams facing off each other uh, on a, a yard of a, a field about a hundred yards, I believe, right? With two two end zones, two goals. Yeah. Yeah, with eleven players on each team. Is that how many? Yep. <laughs> okay. That's correct. I see you're a big fan of it. Uh, huge. I can provide a, a more uh, accurate uh, description of the National Football League, which is the uh, America's main professional football okay. league. If you'd like to hear it, this one is from uh, this is from my uh, browser's homepage, Conservapedia. <laughs> the National Football League is a politically correct sports league that is subsidized by taxpayers to the tune of one billion dollars per year and is so heavily influenced by the liberal media that Christian players are typically not even allowed to express their faith. The league relies heavily on emotional gambling and monetarily gambling, as well as violence, for its popularity among television viewers. Due to its dependence on the pro-gay media, the NFL typically promotes the homosexual agenda. Okay. While fining its players for doing various acts of self-expression, including patriotic and pro-police acts, the NFL does not fine players for dishonoring the United States, our flag, or our anthem. The NFL is the only sports league that excludes a player for quoting frequently from the Bible, as the NFL apparently did in banishing Tim Tebow despite his success when allowed to play. Great. So I think that gives you a pretty good idea of what yeah. football is, right? Yep. I mean, uh... it's a gay sport <laughs> for liberals, <laughs> Hollywood elites. And, and if then, you're religious of any, well, no, excuse me, if you're a Christian, yeah. you're out. <laughs> you never see anyone <laughs> celebrating Christianity in football. Christian. It's always just a bunch of Muslims and Jews, right? Those famous persecuted... <laughs> Christians. Uh, and now football is back in season now. We were here in uh, September. Uh, we just finished week one of the NFL. Uh, okay. People are excited. Uh, players are being arrested left and right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Good old, it's good old shit. Where the smell of football is in the air. And that also means uh, the, the smell of uh, posts online. People oh, do sure. like to talk about football online. I'm sure you found some Boy, posts this week. I sure did. Great. Um, so I'm going to open it with a, a, a light subject here. Perfect. Um, CTE has been a big discussion point surrounding the NFL mm-hmm. for the past few years. Now, CTE is chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Mm, I bad as soon as I saw it written down. <laughs> and it's a degenerative brain disease found in athletes and others with a history of repetitive brain trauma. In CTE, a protein called tau forms clumps that slowly spread throughout the brain, killing brain cells. Tau. CTE has been seen in people as young as 17, but symptoms do not generally begin appearing until years after the onset of head impacts. Correct. A number of former pro football players have been diagnosed with CTE, and this seems to have affected Reddit user Male Laura Palmer, what great name, <laughs> who turned to the subreddit Off My Chest for help. Great. I'm terrified that I have CTE. I played football for 10 years, including one year of college. I was always a naturally good player, but mostly played linebacker and fullback. I was notorious for being a hard hitter and even got awards for it. Some of the most fun I ever had was during football, but honestly, for the most part, I didn't enjoy it and it felt like a chore that I had to do. 
People liked me because I was a conservative good old boy football player. That's who they wanted me to be, but deep down, that was never me at all. They neglected to see or appreciate my creativity and compassion for others. I've been doing a lot of research the last two days, and I've concluded that the chance of me not developing at least some level of CTE is very small. I'm 24, and I've already had a suicidal crisis about a year ago, and I have ADHD and depression issues. I'm fucked, and I don't know what to do. I'm having trouble writing this because I'm so flustered and worried. I wish I'd never played a single snap. So another user chimes in. I work in the brain injury field. CTE is very rare. CTE in people your age is almost unheard of. It sounds like you have mental health issues. Seek help for those. Do not catastrophize your fears about football and brain injury. The problem here is not brain injury, it's anxiety. To which the OP responds, My fear isn't that I currently have symptoms of CTE. My fear is that I will develop these symptoms later in life in conjunction with mental health issues I already have. So this guy is just spinning himself up, Mm -hmm. convinced that he's going to... Well, the the number one hobby of people online is self-diagnosing themselves. (laughs) (laughs) People of all religions and political beliefs, they all self-diagnose themselves. And we've seen this in multiple... Um, I spent the last two days looking this up, yep. and I'm convinced that yep. I'm... <laughs> I'm now an expert. I've watched a total of seven minutes of videos online, skimmed a few articles. <laughs> like, yeah, that's me. I have yep. that. I 100% have that, and uh, I'll be dead very soon. Well, you probably don't have it. Well, maybe I will one day. You probably won't. Well... <laughs> but let's well. just say I do have it. <laughs> so I, I found a... Uh, <clears throat> a thread on the subreddit. Unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. Pat Tillman was in Jingo. Uh, so Pat was Tillman. J- yes. Jank, the, the Quentin was Tarantino not, movie? Was not in, in, <laughs> in Django. And Jan- Today's the anniversary of the death of NFL's favorite connection with the United States military, Pat Tillman. The league and nearly every media outlet places this guy on a pedestal. He chose to join the military that was active in the Middle East, cleaning up situation we exasperated, participated in, and or abandoned. The last individuals drafted in the military are those in the early 1970s. He unfortunately died from friendly fire, but this sheds light on how the military handles such situations. What I am trying to say is Pat Tillman chose to join the military and died from friendly fire. It sucks, but his story is not worth the praise in my book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not... I, I don't know what else uh, Pat Tillman could have done to earn the praise. I'm not sure what his point about uh, people were drafted... And he wasn't, so he doesn't deserve praise. Also, what the hell does in jingo mean? I'm glad you Another asked. Do you, do you have a yep, definition this of that? from dictionary.com. Okay. <laughs> jingo is a supporter of pol- policy favoring okay. war, especially in the name of patriotism. So literally this person just went to Google and said, what do you call someone who likes war? See, the problem is he says he's in jingo, which is... I think he, but I think his thing is that he, he was meant E, like E-N, like okay. the, or, or U-N even, and just... Mm. Unjingo, like or uh, yeah, or anjing. That's even stupider. <laughs> that would be even dumber. <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't know. There's no, there's no way. Like I know what jingoistic means and all that. And mm-hmm. I, I think he was trying to be clever, and uh, it it friendly fired in his face. It made it made sense to him, it and that's and really that's yeah, all that matters. Hey. All right, so this is a Reddit post from user Light Energy Hadoken. Who posed a question in the Asian masculinity subreddit? Hmm. Why are there so few Asians in American football? We all we all want to know, right? 
I know the risks and that it's owned by white owners, mostly compared to basketball, and the pay doesn't scale with the risk even if they're getting paid more overall. But I feel football is the most fun to watch and one of the most competitive sports. Why not show that Asians can showcase their talents and that our athletic abilities is on par with other races? Not all football players' brains turn into Swiss cheese. Some of them turn into coaches. Why can't an Asian get a coaching position instead? It's one of the more tactical sports using intelligence and tactics from a playbook, or you can make your own plays to confuse the defense with various root combinations. I noticed Indians aren't in football, but in basketball as well. Is it, is it just smart of us to avoid dangerous sports like football? Anyway, what are your spots? What are your thoughts? And here's a response. Simple genetics. Asians statistically are smaller than Caucasians and have less fast twitch muscle fibers than African Americans. Football only has two true skill positions at QB, WRTE. What's that, right? WR slash TE. Wide receiver slash tight end. Okay. The rest are based largely on raw physical talent. Also keep in mind, catching and throwing a football in the NFL requires that you have huge hands. As a result, we mostly suck at American football, since we are on average slower, smaller, and weaker. And with all stats, the, there are outliers, of course. With basketball, you simply have to be tall. Genetics, the same reason blacks dominate the NFL and the NBA. So a little... Uh... Well, he's right. <laughs> I, he's completely right. Uh, there's only ever been one Asian guy that I can think of in the NFL. And he, I, he's, uh, he's, well, okay, so yes. other people in this were listing off people like Heinz Ward... Uh, Troy oh, Palomalu, which is a, that's uh, no, so it's come on. that's a little uh, that's you're trying a little too hard there. To, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Palomalu is like Samoan, which yeah. you can't. That's not Asian. Come on, how dare you try to claim that? So, Christian, yeah, I uh, have you heard of this website? It's called Cast Football. You know what? I have, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I believe we talked about this in a. Uh, in, it was it last week's bonus episode. We yeah. touched on it. Yeah. Shockingly, shocking. And this if, website is absolutely shocking. Please, if, please. If, if you want to hear uh, hear a little bit more about that, you can go to patreon.com slash report this post. <laughs> but I'll go ahead and give you a little, uh, a brief description of what cast football is. Now, it's spelled C-A-S-T-E. All right. Football standard spelling on that. Oh, thank you. Cast <laughs> football's goal is to see that white athletes are respected for their abilities and that they receive the same opportunities to succeed as non-white athletes. Cast football looks at the racial dynamics of football and of sports in general. So they don't claim to be racist, just pro-white. Okay. So there probably isn't any racist post, right? Well, this is a thread about a college football coach getting fired. So a couple of trained baboons fling their poo, metaphorically speaking, on a football program, and a white man loses both his job and his reputation. If, by any chance, any actual college football coaches happen to be reading this site, is the truth starting to sink in yet? Have you figured it out? These creatures are not your family. They don't care about you or your football team. At best, you are a stepping stone for them to get that green. At worst, you are an obstacle to their self-gratification, and they would happily cut your throat and rape your wife and daughter to achieve their goals. Since each team only has a 0.8% chance to win the national championship, what exactly are you getting for filling a program with this jungle trash? What kind of havoc are you wreaking on the student body of your school? What kind of damage are you doing to the town in which your school resides? Most of these subhumans don't end up in the NFL. They get released upon the general population with no education, no thought in their head other than how the white man screwed up their chance at being a pro. Okay. Here's another one. 
I just wanted to ask cast footballers why they think black NFL players dance and celebrate so much after minor gains or mediocre touchdowns. Why do most black players act like classless idiots when they score? Lack of a father figure? Low self-esteem? Oh, genetics? Uh, just asking. Okay. And here's a response. Have you ever spent any time around blacks? Legitimate achievement of any worthwhile account is so rare in the black community that they and their politically correct enablers will praise just about anything oh, wow. that could be considered success. It's so bad they'll damn near celebrate walking through a door without bumping their head. <laughs> so, truly a sight to celebrate the greatness of white athletes. <laughs> I can say, and I can't believe it's taken this long, but those are the most racist posts. They just might be, yeah. <laughs> Well, we are entering year two, and I think this is uh, this the second year of the podcast will be the most racist. racist. That's <laughs> and that's a promise. That's the RTP promise. All right. Well, in a similar vein, this is a a a thread from Larry Johnson, who is a former NFL running back. That's correct. A two-time Pro Bowl participant mm-hmm. and incredibly outspoken online. Yeah. So he recently posted this thread on Twitter. Mm-hmm. There is an effeminate agenda going on amongst the NBA and NFL elite, peddled by high-ranking Mason slash handlers to indoctrinate the heterosexual sports world without them knowing for the buying power of the LGBTQ community. But we're not ready to have that conversation yet. <laughs> we're not. He continues. <laughs> Michael Sams was the gauge to see where society was at. Mm-hmm. Planned. Uh, my note here is Sam's was the first openly gay player to be drafted in the NFL. Correct. Commercial. Two aggressive men having a powder blue pink cupcake business. Uh, this is in reference to a Microsoft Surface commercial featuring former Tennessee Titan players Brian Rapko and Michael Griffin talking about their cupcake business they founded together after they retired from the league. Yes, it was uh, two men talking about cupcakes. Yep. Feminine behavior over little things like helmets. This is obviously... In reference to Antonio Brown. Uh-huh. And a fashion show to locker room using only receivers, QB, and DBs. Archetype. And this is referencing players wearing designer clothes when entering arenas on their way to the rock locker room, similar to uh, NBA. We've all seen it. Sure. So Larry closes his statement out. Lastly, October is LGBTQ History Month. The NFL players wear pink that month. They want you to think it's about breast cancer, but they show they don't care much about women. Look at the treatment of domestic violence issues. <laughs> so um, out of all those points he made, I think that last one actually has some validity to there's, it. Like, <laughs> wow, there's, there is a conversation there to be had by that last thing. I don't think it's because the NFL loves gays, considering there's only ever been one openly gay player in the history of the NFL. Yeah. And then that guy was ostracized very quickly. Yep. So... Um, I'm sure that I'm sure I would guess probably 70% of NFL players are gay, but that's generous. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 70, 75, 85, 95%. <laughs> but, um, interesting about that. Larry Johnson is, uh, someone responded to all that stuff and said, uh, just say you hate gays and go. It doesn't need to be all this. Right. And then, uh, old Larry responded. Nothing said said I hate gays. My understanding goes far beyond the flesh, but an agenda that's really to go after the homophobic sports fan who had an uproar when two men kissed. I could care less about the flesh. I'm noticing a playbook used on the masses. And a few days after that, um, after being crucified by Twitter and everyone else in the world, Mm -hmm. he said, I love to see the LGBTQ community band together and come to a common cause when it comes to me. Now do that with the defects of your own community, pedophilic <laughs> priests and politicians. 
Show them that same energy, but a kingdom divided against itself will not stand. Also, it's uh, important to note, uh, this is a quote from an article about Larry uh, about a year ago. Because of memory loss, suicidal <laughs> impulses, mood swings, and headaches, Johnson believes he has CTE. Johnson also states that he doesn't remember playing two whole seasons. Yeah. His method of dealing with trauma is to control his social interactions and spend quality time with his daughter. Uh, controlling social interactions does not include Twitter, unfortunately. I guess not. No. <laughs> so, uh, there's... Uh, talk about guys with CTE. Um, I, think, I think our friend might have CTE I was right gonna there. Say, I believe there, <laughs> there's some signs for sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. So, David Snyder was upset and tweeted his concern to the WAAY TV channel Twitter account. Hmm. Way to ruin a football game by bursting onto the scene with the horrible news of the shooting in Texas. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of um, my dad got super pissed off when the NFL canceled the NFL after, the week after 9-11. Sure. Like tantrums around the house. Sure. <laughs> Uh, fitting because we're recording this on nine eleven, I believe, aren't we? Happy nine eleven. Yeah, great. Yeah, that was a that was a rough week, and really, really learned a valuable lesson uh, that day as a youngster. Not sure what it is yet, but one day it'll come. <laughs> Something will rise up to the surface. Sure. So a few years back, a high school player named uh, Kyle Callis he decided uh, to go to Ohio State to play football. Okay. Uh, but then he changed his mind to go to Michigan, which is Ohio State's big rival. Right. Well. An OSU fan on uh, one of these forums said this. To any military personnel fighting in Afghanistan, be glad you don't have traitors like Callis or Tom Stroll fighting beside you. Mm -hmm. Stroll's another guy who did the same thing, decommitted. They would either turn tail and run or defect to the Taliban or Al-Qaeda. They will fit right in with all the Muslims in Michigan. Mm. Come to think of it, Stroll does resemble bin Laden. Same height and similar build. (laughs) I wonder if he's related. It's important to note that Stroll's a... A tall white guy. Sure. Uh, it's also important to note that both these players changed their minds because Ohio State's coach, Jim Trestle, was caught up in a gift-giving scandal and the program was penalized. Sure. So, somehow, that's... <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out who's Al-Qaeda, what is Jim Trestle in this 9-11? Uh, is he George Bush being <laughs> caught? I don't I don't quite understand that. The, what the, <laughs> how the analogy works. I'm just imagining Osama Bin Laden in the, the old uh, football getup with the leather yeah. helmet, and he's running down the field, <laughs> but he has one of those big black round bombs with the... Instead of a football, classic, that's what he's carrying. Classic black bomb with the fuse. <laughs> that's what he's carrying, yeah. yeah. So you, you think 9-11 was a... There was bombs involved. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Interesting. I thought it was planes. But okay, now, um, now you have a different theory. You're a fantasy football guy, That's right, right yeah. All right. Um, user What's the Spread turned to Reddit for help with his fantasy football league. Our fantasy football commissioner is attempting to steal $1,000. We need help. So now it's April 28th, 2014, and our commissioner still has not paid anyone and has been trying to avoid us. He owes the group a total of $1,000. I've reached out to him several times trying to put out a payment plan, etc., but he's never paid out one cent. The league was comprised of all co-workers, and he left our company back in October. Ironically, the asshole now, now, asshole now works for a debt collection firm. Hmm. I have the contact information of everyone he works with, the address hmm. of his office, and his work phone number. I've called him a few times, and that really set him off. How dare you try to reach me at my place of business, etc. He's delusional to the fact that he has stolen money. Reddit friends, is there anything I can do to get the money from him legally? If not, how can I ruin this guy? 
I know he sells weed, and I've thought about using that, as well as the fact that he's Jeez. run off with our money, to email his employer and coworkers. I would really love to just receive the money and be done with it, but I refuse to go down without a fight. Is there anything I can do? Thanks in advance. Uh, one of the answers to this was, well, the answer seems obvious. He works for a debt collection firm, and he owes you a debt. Hire his own firm to collect the debt for you. That'd be, that'd be pretty good. For a $1,000... <laughs> yeah. Something like this you should go on like Judge Judy for. Oh, uh, yes. That'd this be fucking small, great. Small claims. Absolutely. That would be awesome. I would, I would love to see that. And just to see uh, them explaining fantasy football to Judge Judy. <laughs> just waving her hand. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, I can imagine the uh, how these guys look, too. Ponytails, for sure. Uh, the, the big big polo shirts that are never tucked in. Like, big <laughs> polo shirts. Uh. So uh, there have been posts online for a long time. Yeah, I've went. I went to the archives to find some good posts uh, for this because um, I, I had I had an idea in mind. And I wanted to see if I could find something. Okay. Like that. So I went to the Usenet news groups. Usenet, the old. This for those boys and girls who uh, don't <laughs> who are who were born around the time that Chris and I uh, became adults. Uh, these things existed in a long, long, long time ago. Yeah. The internet, the original message boards. And I found a thread on the alt.sports.football.pro.ne-patriots <laughs> news group in August of the year 2000. Wow. This was posted during the preseason of the NFL after a rookie quarterback for the Patriots had a good showing. Okay. J.D. Sal 45 says, A new leader, long live our new savior Tom Brady. <laughs> kidding, of course. <laughs> and uh, Bled to Glenn responded, I know you're kidding and I got a kick out of it. The sad part for me will be listening to Boston Sports Radio and the folks will be serious about it. Long live Bledsoe, who was their quarterback, who Brady replaced. Uh, to, in 2001. <laughs> and has still playing 19 fucking years later. <laughs> that rocks. So. That, is a, that is a perfect time capsule for... <laughs> oh, boy. Especially mm. be, with it being the Patriots and them being... And, uh, the most beloved and most hated team at the same time, I think I would say. Yeah. Boy, their faces must be red. Being the, a fan um, of a team that's won six Super Bowls since then? I think it's mostly because they live in New England and they probably drink a lot. So yeah, and they're but. just big, fat, bloated corpses by this point. <laughs> None of these people are alive. Anyone that, anyone that regularly uses Usenet groups, they're all dead now. <laughs> Not one of them is still alive. Actually, uh, if you go to uh, this, the Patriots news, uh, news group is still active. On there? Which is crazy. Yeah, mm. the same one. Um, all the threads now... Are uh, they they would make cast football blush? Wow! They are. They found their own corner and ooh, they're just carving it out. Huh? Wow! Oh my god! I couldn't. I couldn't even read them. I couldn't even do it. Wow! That's saying something. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Mm, I barely agreed with most of it. That's how. That's how horrible <laughs> it was. I had to come back to a couple <laughs> of them, re-renew, read them again. Well, since we're talking about the Patriots, why don't we talk about one of football's most beloved players, a poster boy for the sport, mm-hmm. Aaron Hernandez? Yes. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, Mr. Hernandez found himself in a little bit of hot water. Uh-huh. He murdered his friend and ended up in jail, uh, where he passed away in a freak hanging himself incident with his prison bed sheets. Yeah. And so, it yeah, classic. Just just happened to somebody else recently, too. <laughs> Amazingly, there's a lot of people who continue to support Aaron Hernandez, even in the afterlife. And I found a <laughs> Facebook page dedicated to him called Support for Aaron Hernandez, mm-hmm. and I'd like to read a few posts from it. I can't wait. 
Aaron Hernandez, November 6, 1989 to April 19th, 2017. Aaron, with heavy hearts today, we think about you with love and remember you with love today. And for all of our days, for the rest of our lives, may you continue to rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Hashtag never forgotten. Hashtag forever loved. <laughs> the letter R, hashtag rest in peace. And a link to a YouTube video for a song called We Are Messengers, I'll Think of You Always. The letter R? Yeah, just the letter R. And they, right. just, they missed putting the hashtag in just... <laughs> Okay. Forgot going backspace on. <laughs> My heart still aches for how cruel this world treated you. No one should become that ill for playing a game for others' pleasure and fortune. They used you and they threw you away instead of standing behind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is someone who obviously believes that Aaron Hernandez was suffering from CTE when he shot a man in an industrial park in reality, re- retaliation uh, for breaking his trust, which more than likely is mm-hmm. absolutely the case. Um, and the last post that I pulled from this page was... He was gay and didn't want that to be confused for soft or weak, so he possibly killed and shot numerous people to prove himself. Such a complex man. He was sick, not a monster. R.I.P. That is pretty complex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he was gay now, too? Right. Apparently? That's the... Okay. Uh, there's another is that one. A, on top is that a symptom of CD, CT? <laughs> is that... Wasn't anything in anything that I found. That's from but... a... Penis is smashing into the back of your okay. your head, right? That's all right. Well, I found a thread on a subreddit R MGTOW. Mm. Aaron Hernandez's wife, Shanna Jenkins. Okay. Is Shanna Jenkins a thought? How could she get pregnant a little over a year after Aaron passed away? Did Aaron Hernandez, the super alpha Chad, get played? This is a response from user Death to Controllers. Super alpha Chads get played all the time. No man is safe from these cunts in this kind of environment. No man. Mm. So. Even Aaron, Aaron Hernandez, who killed himself in his prison cell, is not safe from evil damn women. Wow. Well, luckily his wife was safe from him, so. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's and, that. And uh, I think we, is she a thought, though? That's that's the question. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> she 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 apparently got pregnant af, after. Nah. After he, yeah. Nah. She's a thought, she's a hoe, she's a chicken head. I'm, I would like to know what. A woman would have to do to not be a thought in these fellers' minds. <laughs> and Hernandez, now he went his own way, right? Can we agree on that? <laughs> That's a guy who really. <laughs> yeah. Very good. All right. All right. So, this is a post I found on a website called citydata.com, which is like this bizarre, massive forum with mm. a billion topics. You just. Have you yeah. ever seen that place? Oh, yeah. I'll use it for the Donald Trump episode. All right. So user GoodPastor posted this in the subforum, Muslims and Football. Yeah. Is the reason there are no apparent Muslims playing football because of the use of pigskin for the ball? Uh, to which user Drover asked, is this a serious post? So It is, because this is citydata.com. <laughs> yeah. where Absolutely 100% serious. <laughs> Uh, recently, uh, this is about a year ago, a female player became the first ever to sign a football scholarship. No. Pretty incredible. Kicker. Cool. Uh, unfortunately, this story was posted on Facebook, and a, a Marine commented. Okay. Wait until that 6'8", 345-pound, five-star recruit <laughs> lineman comes through the line and puts this little into a coma. Then he's the one punished for her death after lingering in her coma for five months. Stupid idea. Okay, number one, 6'8", 345-pound guy. <laughs> What the kind of fucking freak is this guy this thinking is, of? Uh, he's thinking of Goro from Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and he's going. This guy, he's going to get a fatality. The this female kicker. Yeah, and, and that's just his. His first thought when he sees the story is, uh, 
not only is the girl going to die, but the man's going to get in trouble for it. (laughs) So his first thought is to this poor, (laughs) this poor monster that's playing football. Six, eight. (laughs) This, uh, 1987 embellished Hulk Hogan stats <laughs> by WWF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, that's the the his ring his ring height and weight. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, very good. All right, so Semper in, Fi. <laughs> in December of 2018, Chicago Bears defensive tackle Charles Leno proposed to his girlfriend on mm-hmm. live television. During a game against the Green Bay Packers. Do How you, charming. Do you remember wonderful. this? Nah. No. Well, Leno is an African-American man, and his bride-to-be, Jennifer Roth, is a white woman. Oh, boy. They, of course, faced their routine backlash from racists and bigots online, but some of the questionable content came from tweets that Jennifer posted herself hmm. and were unearthed hours after the proposal. <laughs> so I'd like to read a couple of these for you. I like seeing white guys with black girls and black guys with white girls because mixed babies are so cute. LOL. Hmm. Hmm. It's funny how black guys treat white girls on campus. It makes me want to go back to talking to only white guys. <laughs> it's true what they say about black guys. Probably why I can't bring myself to talk to a white guy again. LOL. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that one. Huh. Uh, Don't know what that means at all. <laughs> Ghetto people are always naming their kids after stuff they can't afford. Mercedes, Diamond, <laughs> Bentley, Pearl, Light Bill, Rent, Car Insurance. Ooh. Which is actually... Wow. Pretty, pretty funny? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's not funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes you have to think about these things. So, she, of course, deleted her account not long after right, we discovered, right. and she has not come back, but they are happily married, so we wish them the best. And uh, wait for her, I don't know, racist uh, weddingbee.com post to Yeah, show I up think she's allowed to say that stuff. Oh, now she is? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's probably the main she reason got, why she said she yes. She got her card. she was okay. like, finally, all those okay. tweets, when they come up, I could be like, well, look what, I married one. <laughs> now, so uh, I found a guy, this is a guy on a football forum. His name is a Viking fan in NYC. Great. He got real tired of everyone talking shit online. <laughs> I know who <laughs> every I know who every one of you are. Since there is no mod here to ban you, and they won't make me a mod so I can do it, don't ever come to the same bar I'm watching the game. <laughs> As my right hand to God, I swear if you reveal your screen to me, I'm going to beat the living shit out of you. I think it's a joke if you want. I'm very serious about my football and about my Vikes. I'm tired of putting all of your screen names on my foe list. I'm tired of sorting through all your stupid inane posts to find some real legit news. This will be my solution. Okay. Which. So, uh, okay. All right, hold on. So I'm imagining this guy. He's at the bar. He's sitting inside the door like a bouncer. And everybody uh-huh. that comes in, he's like, what's, yeah. your, what's your screen? What's your screen? Name? <laughs> Just like scrolling through his list. It's like in the notes app. Yeah, Packers Terry, you're good. Move along. <laughs> I have no beef with you, sir. You know Oh, hey, hold on. Hey, hey, you, come back here. Yeah, Clark fan Rick 88, you motherfucker. We finally meet. Let's take this outside. God. So, this is something I found that's in my uh, my own... In your wheelhouse? Backyard, let's say. Oh. So, a guy I went to high school with uh-huh. posted a photo to Facebook of his dog in a Michael Vick jersey. <laughs> with the caption, my dog forgives, why don't you? Okay. Go Eagles. Mm-hmm. So, one of my friends responded... There's just something wrong about a dog wearing a Vic jersey. And the reason behind that is because mm. 
For those that don't know, Michael Vick was involved in dogfighting for a number of years while he was in the NFL. Okay, allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, okay. Right. So the original poster <laughs> responds to this with, so would there be something wrong with a woman wearing a Ben Roethlisberger jersey or someone crossing a street to wear a Dante Stallworth jersey? Um, I'd like to make a note here that uh, Ben Roethlisberger was accused of sexually assaulting a woman. Yes. And Dante Stallworth hit and killed a pedestrian with his car at 7.30 a.m. with a BAC of 0.12. That's right. So the legal limit is 0.08. So mm-hmm. um, I'd say that's doubling down a bit. with yeah. the Right. Uh, it's a tough comparison. <laughs> um, it would be funny if he like put a Roethlisberger jersey on his wife. Like while she was sleeping and then took a picture of like she forgives him. Oh no. No, no. <laughs> it's the same like the dog like dog I don't think the dog actually forgives Michael Vick. That could be wrong. I don't think the dog is fully aware. It's perceived, right? Yeah. Hmm. Um Yeah. Uh, if you want to hear more uh, Michael Vick and uh, Pitbull stuff, go back to our Pitbulls episode from two hundred years ago. Fourteen? Yeah, sure. Four I don't even think it was that. Was it that? I think so. Oh wow. This is um are you familiar with the uh, the great story of Najee Davenport? No. He is a a fo- former fullback in the NFL. Now he he uh, I remember him playing back in the early aughts, and uh, he hasn't played probably in ten years. So okay. uh, this is an older story, but this is a uh, one of my favorite ever in the, in football. I'm going to read it to you right now. A woman sued Green Bay Packers fullback Najee Davenport, saying he invaded her privacy by breaking into her dorm room and defecating in her closet. <laughs> All right. Mary McCarthy was seeking more than $15,000 in damages for emotional distress and invasion of privacy in a lawsuit filed Thursday in Florida Circuit Court. Criminal charges were settled in October when Davenport used to uh, per- agreed to perform community service. Okay. He denied breaking into the Barry University dormitory. According to police, Davenport entered a dorm room at the small Catholic University in suburban Miami in the early mornings of April 1st. Talk about an April Fool's prank gone wrong, huh? <laughs> Mary McCarthy, asleep in the room, told police she was startled awake by a strange sound and saw a man squatting in her closet. (laughs) The man later identified as Davenport had defecated in her laundry basket, police said. Nice. The suit said Davenport's conduct was so outrageous in character and so extreme in degree as to go beyond all possible bounds of decency and, further, can only be deemed atrocious and utterly intolerable in a civilized community. Nice. So, uh... A lawsuit is trying to legally declare his actions as atrocious, which I find to be fantastic. Now, look, we've all had issues with ex-girlfriends. Is this and, his uh, ex-girlfriend? And, uh, yeah, some girl he had issues with. Oh, okay. And uh, we've all had, certainly we've all wanted to shit in their hamper. <laughs> <laughs> but but very, you got to just stop yourself, pal. Did he play after this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this was... This was all going on while he was in the NFL, and you can imagine the signs at the sta- at the opposing team's stadium. Well, I just looked this up, and he uh, he received the nickname Dookie from his teammates. That's right. Stuff, so. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Um, the cool thing about being in the NFL is you can do that, and then also keep a job. <laughs> Whereas anywhere else, you'd probably I, I get can't camp. imagine going to work. Still, still working there, and then my my coworkers are like, "Hey, hey, doo doo, remember that time you shit in someone's closet and you got in trouble for it, yeah, and you're still working here?" <laughs> I have some more Philadelphia Eagles stuff. Mm-hmm. So, a Minnesota Vikings fan posted about their experience with Eagles fans on the Vikings subreddit. 
I've been to many Vikings away games. It's brutal when we lose, but not like tonight. Eagles fans have to be the shittiest fans in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Here are a few things that happen. I walked into the parking lot and got a dozen beer cans thrown at me, and the crowd started chanting asshole, and I got called the N-word a few times. <laughs> I saw a young Vikings fan, 10 or so, get harassed and taunted. He was with his dad, but I and I feel really bad for him. This guy sitting next to me would scream on my ear, touchdown, or Eagles first down, every five seconds. Well, hopefully when they got a touchdown or a first down. Yeah. <laughs> every five weird. seconds. <laughs> They even talked trash about Millie, the innocent 99-year-old Vikings fan. Innocent? Why do you know? They started cheering and imitating the skull chant when our players got hurt. I had to leave early in the fourth to avoid avoid further humiliation and beer cans thrown at me. Mm -hmm. Walking back to my car was another shit show. Eagles fans everywhere recording me and yelling shit like, How's that number one defense holding you up? Insert slur name here. You guys won and humiliated Vikings fans. What the fuck else do you want from us? So another Viking fan adds, I had the same experience. I had beer cans thrown at me, shoved, someone stole my hat. I got spat on, got called the F slur a million times. I used to live in Philly, so I know what I was getting into, but honestly, it's going to be embarrassing for the fans that are actually good people, which is a bold statement that any Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles fan could be considered good people. Uh, the skull, skull is a Danish, Norwegian, Swedish word for cheers or good health, yep. a salute or a toast. Uh, they apparently do that a lot at the Vikings yep. games, which is... Kind of neat, I guess, because they're all uh, fucking freaks from that from that region. <laughs> all Midwestern, so, yeah, Scandinavian I mean, stuff. I think if you're an Eagles fan, it's like you have a brand to you have to live up to. Yeah, it's a bad one though. Man. It's certainly. I feel like most of them are probably fine, but they're like, "Fuck it." I, they, I, if I people are not going to be upset if I'm an asshole, they just expect it. It is, and I mean, it really is. They are <laughs> some of the worst fans. Yeah. You've, you've met some of them? Uh, I'm related to some of them. Oh, great. Uh, I found a thread on um, patsfan.com. Okay. Guys, you guys have all been so helpful and intelligent over the years. I love you all. <laughs> but one thing I would love is your input on how to meet girls on this forum. Oh, boy. I would genuinely like to connect with a young, high-class, intelligent woman on our mutual interest in the New England Patriots. <laughs> I feel I have a lot to offer and a big heart. What do y'all think? I wish I had the courage of Mr. Tom Brady and Mr. Robert Kraft, y'all. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Mr. Kraft last... <laughs> has has a lot of a lot of courage, uh, as we'll talk about later. So he wants to meet an intelligent, high class woman on a football form. Uh, yeah, high class, intelligent woman, and young. Good luck. <laughs> uh, that's that's descriptor not used for. Any uh, New England area woman. <laughs> so that's going to be real real tricky. Wow. And the Robert Kraft, that is very good. I'm excited for that one. <laughs> uh, this is a tweet from a guy named 8-Bit Rick. 8-Bit Rick. had a Baltimore Orioles avatar. Okay. Posted this on Twitter. It's 2019 and literally everything is racist or offensive. The Atlanta Braves, the Cleveland Indians, Chicago Blackhawks, the Washington Redskins are not racist in any way whatsoever. Mm. You make it racist and offensive. It's just a logo and a name for their team. Uh, so then a couple hours later, he went back and added this. Bunch of fucking fairies. <laughs> so It's a pretty good argument. It's, it's not racist, actually. Uh, and also, it's always good when someone's argument is, uh, you make it racist by saying it's racist. Yeah. <laughs> just... Turning the mirror back on that's you, right? uh, some sort of magic, some sort of magic trick, some sort of spell. 
that makes it become racist because oh, you said it man. was racist. I didn't even think to look up the web that website. Magicspells.com. <laughs> <clears throat> this was uh, posted on uh, Facebook. What the NFL has done to Kaepernick is equivalent to what has been done to the biggest and toughest slave. Oh. Slave monsters, and I call them monsters because there were a few that called them masters, Ooh. they would beat him in front of all the other slaves so they could stay in place. Are they are they supporting? They are supporting him. <laughs> uh, in probably one of the worst possible ways to do <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, players have compared themselves to slaves before. Sure. And um, it typically... Is not received well. <laughs> no, no. It's hard now, to imagine why. Now, the majority of the NFL owners are uh, white men? Almost, I think, all of them. Oh, except, wow. I think, well, no, I think that, see, the Jaguars are owned by uh, a guy named Khan. I'm, I'm, I want to say Shao Khan, but that's from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's not him. <laughs> he diversified after the they're, tournament. They are uh, in Jacksonville, not the uh, outer world. Pretty much the same thing, but... Um, <laughs> And uh, and I think Jay Z is going in on a team now too. So oh, wow. so I think that would be that would be otherwise yeah a bunch of uh, very rich white guys who like to control black men. So so I'm not seeing any I'm parallels seeing here. Sort of parallel. <laughs> Great. So we all know that uh, Donald Trump is a fan of the old pigskin. That's and right. I uh, pulled a few of his football centric tweets. From over the years. That's right. Let's hear it. The booing at the NFL football game last night when the entire Dallas team dropped to his knees was the loudest I've ever heard. Great anger. <laughs> well, that's, that's, a, that's a Sith Lord type thing, isn't it? <laughs> Great anger. Yeah. Yeah. It's... <laughs> let, it, let it flow. <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles football team was invited to the White House. Unfortunately, only a small number of players decided to come, and we canceled the event. Staying in the locker room for the playing of our national anthem is so respect so as as disrespectful to our country as kneeling. Sorry, sorry for what? <laughs> okay, yep. <laughs> okay, cool. Ratings for NFL football are way down, except for before when the game starts, when people tune in to see whether or not our country will be disrespected. <laughs> that's that's what people do. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yep. Football coaches are no longer allowed to scream and yell at their players because it, it is discriminatory. Racist and can be viewed as bullying. What? Okay. No. All right. That's it. And I'm not going to be watching much NFL football anymore. Too time consuming, too boring, too many flags, and too soft. Focus on other things. He's right, actually. I completely agree with <laughs> I 100% agree with that. The game is shit here. It's too long. Oh, the camera. Oh, God. I can't. Uh, I don't. So he's focusing on other things like. Uh, um. What is, he, what is he up to these days? Mm. Well, here's a thread on uh, one of my favorite subreddits, Our Conspiracy. Oh, sure. Monte Teo's girlfriend was real. She was assassinated <laughs> by the New World Order to smear Notre Dame and discredit Catholicism and religion as a whole. Oh, wow. Pretty good, right? That's, uh, I, I think that, that's, I'd love to see more on that. That's like my, Unfortunately, I that, that was left, it. that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that that was one of the more fun stories. That whole uh, catfishing thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one crossed a lot of. Uh... <laughs> he's still playing now. I think he's still. Some... Is he? He's somewhere in the NFL. I think. Well, that was even before he was in the NFL, wasn't? It? Was that when that he was, was getting when... drafted? That was yes. That was during his uh, his, his, his drafting process. Wow. Yeah. 
No, he's currently a free agent, but he was. Uh, he played with the Chargers for a couple years. And uh, then the Saints. I think he was actually decent, if I recall correctly. Well, so He didn't have any women holding him back. So. Just his cousin pretending to be a woman. <laughs> <laughs> now, he didn't know, right? Is that the whole thing? He thought the girl was real? Right. And then she died. But then it turned out to be his cousin. <laughs> should do a, a bring back crackspot spotlight for that one. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so this is a post I found in the Change My Mind subreddit. Mm-hmm. Jerry Sandusky is innocent. All right. All right. So those of you who don't know, Jerry Sandusky was the oh boy. assistant coach for the Penn State football team for a number of years. Um, Many years. Meant a, a long time. All right. I would liken the public's general understanding of the Penn State scandal to this scene from Inception. And they link to a YouTube oh, clip. Oh, God. People are absolutely convinced horrific crimes happened to the accusers and that Paterno and Penn State covered up these crimes to protect their football program, but have absolutely no idea why they believe so. Just like Arenade believes that she was dreaming but couldn't explain how it began and just assumed it was so, they don't know the actual allegations, don't know how the allegations began, don't know the timeline of events for even one victim, and cannot tell a story that makes any sense from beginning to end. This is why if someone dares to question them or show support for Penn State, they offer nothing in rebuttal and instead resort to your pedophile protector enabler or kill yourself or worse, Google any story about this and read the comments. What? Penn State fans, some of the most fucked up creeps on the planet. It is, they are a special breed. So that's, is that close to your hometown? It's about 40 minutes. Okay. I so. had a number of, went to, a number of my high school colleagues went there. I, I, would go there to party ever so often. Big party town. Oh yeah, what kind of uh, what kind of parties are we talking? Why were you going there to party? Why was this was, this was right around the whole the whole Sandusky time. No, it was no no. Okay. <laughs> I see. I see, <laughs> bastard. So I uh, found a an article about uh, kneeling players. Sure, of course. And this was posted on uh, Facebook. Well, some lady added this comment do it. My issue is not the protest or peacefully protesting. My issue is that Antifa and Black Lives Matter is funded <laughs> by George Soros, who is an Illuminati globalist with the intention of adding as much fuel as possible to civil unrest because they want to control the world. My other issue is that we can't have a discussion about racism and not include abortion. The root is devaluation of life. We can't pick bad fruit from a bad tree and expect good fruit to grow. We can't tell our children not to hate or value one life over another in one breath, and that is our right to kill unborn children in the next breath. Find the roots of the bad tree and focus on those. Pretty good. Uh, um, I want to guess she probably posted this exact same thing on a million other posts um, because she started off as saying, my issue is not protest or peace. So nothing to do with what the hell you're talking about. So Okay. Mm-hmm. So if we go backwards, it's abortion leads to... Racism um, to George Soros to Antifa. The root is the devaluation of life. Okay, so that's so that yes. it all comes off of there. Right. You can't pick bad from a bad tree and expect good fruit to grow. We can't tell our what children not to hate or value one life over another in one breath, and that it is our right to kill unborn children in the next breath. Okay. So, and that means Colin Kaepernick uh, is a bad fruit. Mm, I'm going to guess she wouldn't declare him a good fruit. That would be my. <laughs> All right. All right. So I had a post about fantasy football leagues earlier, and here's another post I found about that topic. Mm-hmm. 
Football season is already ruining our relationship. Great. 27 male, 25 female. I've been with a guy for the better part of a year. I knew he was a football fan, but I didn't realize he was fanatic. Uh, fan is short for fanatic, for those that don't know. <laughs> right. He plays in six fantasy leagues. Not one, not two, six. Yeah. Over the summer, he told me most of his free time was spent researching and planning. I didn't think much of it. <laughs> Last weekend, he could only spend a very limited amount of time with me because the rest of his time was consumed with drafts or whatever the hell that is. He was late for our dinner plans because of this. Our dinner plans were at a sports bar so he could watch football. The rest of the night, he was staring at his phone, texting and researching and doing whatever it is that fantasy league people do like mad. On the rare occasions he wasn't staring at his phone, notifications were going off every 10 seconds. He'd stop what the two of us were doing to deal with it. I'd say something and he wouldn't hear it. I walked by him stark naked just to get a reaction and he didn't even look up. I understand having hobbies. In fact, I encourage them, but it seems there's no way I can compete with football. Not only am I frustrated, I feel unimportant and that our relationship is going to suffer because I don't share his number one interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the funniest thing is like the guys who do the most research are just the most shitty or average the players. There's only so much you can do. The league I'm in, been in it for about four years now. Yeah. How much time do you spend? Uh, more now than ever, because the first year I did it, I really it was just kind of like fuck it, just something to do with some pals, and uh, I won that year. Mm-hmm. And uh, ever since then, I've only gotten shittier because of, you've actually started paying attention. <laughs> I'm to like, it. yeah, now I'm gonna really focus on <laughs> like the first year I just googled like best fantasy players, and then I drafted those guys. Right. And now I'm like, okay, I know, I know, I have some inside info, but and I'm, it's all, it's all pretty much as luck. It's all just fucking sure. work for the most part. So, yeah, spending all that time for six leagues, that's, I'm assuming he's putting money into it. I would have to think so. So this is really probably just a gambling problem. Right? Uh, yeah, some sort, yeah. Plus just a uh, don't really want to be with a girlfriend thing, too. This, like, is, this is a guy who shouldn't have a girlfriend. This is one of those, po- I, I'm sure you've seen it with like the R relationship post where, I even walked by him naked, and he didn't even... Why does that... Why that does that come up a lot? A lot? Yeah. What the hell? <clears throat> when was the last time your wife walked by you naked? <laughs> Just like, uh-huh. like, nope, I'm busy um, doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just here. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> the Green Bay Packers lost a close game thanks to uh, an unfortunate decision by then-coach Mike McCarthy. And this Packer fan uh, posted a picture of his wall with a huge hole in it. <laughs> and then he added this. Packers lose, I punch holes in walls. Fuck Mike McCarthy. I'll piss on your fucking grave and fuck your daughter. Wow. I'm imagining that guy like posting that on his Facebook and then like going in to work on Monday. And his, his co-worker being like, hey, uh, Jeff, hey, I saw that. Po- you okay, pal? What, what was this? What's up with that post, buddy? You okay? Well, at least the daughter gets something out of it. Oh. You're grieving from her father's <laughs> loss, and this guy comes along and fucks her. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think of the bright side, you know? Sure. Right. Um, a Twitter user with the handle Mr. Mac Major, whose avatar is a black man's face with a white hand covering the mouth. Oh, wow. Had this to say That's after the death. <laughs> so powerful. <laughs> had this to say after the death of former NFL running back Cedric Benson. Mm-hmm. Black men matter so little little to liberals that Twitter is literally trending hashtag it's the LGBTQ over the tragic death of prominent black football player Cedric Benson. You couldn't give us one day to mourn without making it about gays, huh? <laughs> kind of like how you all gentrify our neighborhoods. Exactly the same. 
Uh, I found out about Cedric Benson Dang from the trending section on Twitter. Uh, and then I saw it up there for what felt like 48 hours. Um, so this guy's a, mm, I guess probably a moron. Also, why would Cedric Benson's not, not has this any, isn't Martin Luther this. King dying. This no. is like, it's a tragedy, but it's not like he was not a prominent black figure. No. He was a former NFL player who most considered kind of a bust. Like he was, he was, he was really good in college, drafted real high, and then just kind of, eh, okay career. Maybe even shitty. So a little while ago, Lady Gaga performed <laughs> at the halftime of the Super Bowl. And uh, this uh, this uh, this lady on, um, not Lady Gaga, another lady, she talked about this on a Facebook group called Taking Our Country Back. Mm, interesting. So, to add insult to injury, because the satanic forces aren't already having a field day with President Trump, okay. they have cleverly placed Lady Gaga, named appropriately for the gagging reflex the God-loving people get when they realize what demonic forces she serves, sure. to perform at the Super Bowl. Why her and why the Super Bowl? Because she's there as a representative of the dark. And the dark is capitalized here. Oh, interesting. And she gets to expose the dark's agenda to millions upon millions of passive individuals who are glued to their TVs mindlessly. Mm-hmm. Do you honestly think that this demonically possessed individual offered just music and dancing for halftime entertainment? No, she has an agenda. It is satanic in nature. Watch it with an object mind if you're brave. The demons are loose in the world. And this is yet another ritual to tear down the country through more division and to undermine President Trump's desire to protect the U.S. Sure. against sure. all enemies, foreign and domestic. This is how the dark forces operate. Sure. Then she linked to a video called Lady Gaga, the Super Bowl, Satanic Spirit Cooking, and Child Sacrifice. Wow. So, it's got it all. I mean, I got to admit, it wasn't the best Super Bowl halftime show I've ever seen. Yeah. That's, that review seems a little scathing, if you yeah. ask me. But you are big into Satan now, though. Oh, yeah. So. yeah I mean, yeah, I did, I did sacrifice my kid That's immediately true. afterwards. Yep, so. yep. And uh, put her on a barbecue spit, like a rotisserie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking she was in the pot with the big brush, and she's... I think that's like the second or third time I brought up a Looney Tunes thing. I mean, that's fine. All right. One more post. One yeah. more here. All right. Carly Lloyd is a member of the U.S. women's soccer team mm-hmm. and a two-time Olympic gold medalist. And she recently made headlines uh, by saying that she would seriously consider any offer made to her be about becoming a kicker in the NFL. Yeah. Which is, again, pretty cool. Pretty neat. So, as you can imagine, this made some waves in certain circles online. And Certainly most people were very happy and thought it was cool, right? Well, here's someone right. responding to a, to a Deadspin tweeting about it. Oh, no. Jesus, Deadspin. I thought all the SJW writers were fired and you guys were getting back to sports. <laughs> This has nothing to do with her uterus. She's 38, and mm. while a top athlete will have to learn a new sport versus every college kid in the nation that produces a 20-year-old kicker capable to her. Yeah. If anything, being a female is a huge advantage because you don't see many 38-year-old males who've never played a sport before giving a whiff of attention, much less walk-on attempts. Quick, someone go dig up Alexi Lawless and see if he can be a mediocre kicker, too. <laughs> and Lawless is a 50-year-old yeah. male retired soccer player. So That's right. Yeah, I agree. Um, it actually wouldn't be a big deal for someone with a uterus to play football because uh, I read many comments that said Tom Brady has a uterus, plus he's gay and plus he sucks. So, and uh, yet, where where's his? Where are the tweets about him? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for the uh, the main episode about football. But we'll be uh, we'll have a bonus episode for all of our patrons uh, featuring more football posts, I believe. That's right. 
In the meantime, we're going to introduce what I'm very excited about. I'm nervous. So <laughs> if you if you listen to last week's uh, mega anniversary episode, you heard the the final edition of Twitter Twitten. Thank uh, God. A segment that will uh, unfortunately uh, never be repeated again due to uh, how much I hated it near the end. And, uh, <laughs> and the multiple cease and desist that we received <laughs> yeah, from uh, Onoshi Twitten's estate. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to move on to a new, a new game now. And uh, this one I think you'll find is more up our alley. More mm, specifically up Christian's alley. Uh-oh. In a game called... Quotal Recall. Now, this is a game where I test Christian's Arnold Schwarzenegger knowledge. I'll be reading quotes from different Schwarzenegger movies, and Christian has to guess which movie it's from. Now, Christian, some of these are tricky, so you might want to talk yourself through it, okay? Okay. There's no time limit. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to award two points for each correct answer, and I'll even give a bonus point if you can tell me the year the movie came out. Okay. So... These are going to be, well, we'll see. We're going to start off with an easy one, okay? Okay. All right. You've just been erased. That's Eraser. Yes. 1996. That's correct. So okay. we got three points. Wow. I'm going to take note. I'm actually going to try and keep track of this stuff. <laughs> okay. So three points. You got the you got the main one. You got the bonus. You got, you got You're doing great, Christian. So far, so good. You ready for another one? Yeah. It's a beautiful day, and we're out killing drug dealers. Are there any in the house? Hmm. Uh, last action hero. Okay, that's correct. Nineteen ninety-five. Oh no! Nineteen? No. It's nineteen ninety-three. Yeah, shit. But you, so you got you got two points there for getting last action because that's a scene where he's they're going they're going to the the house, right? I don't remember exactly. It's a, a, the Italian guy's house. The, the Italian guy's yeah. mm, Italian mobster. Hmm. Problematic. Okay, here's another one. Right? You ready? Yep. I'm not into politics. I'm into survival. Not into politics. I'm into survival. Hmm. Now, are there clues in these, or am I just pulling shit out of my ass? Are there clues in these? Um, The Last Stand? The Last Stand? Yeah. No, that's incorrect. Uh, I'm sorry. That's from Running Man. Oh, okay. 1987's Running Man. I don't know what the last stand is. Was that that was the movie he? That's the a first, recent one. Right? The first movie after he was the governor. Okay. So I really thought about it too hard. To be honest. You really did. Well, that's part of the fun of a uh, quotal recall. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think that's it. We'll we'll do three at a time. Okay. okay. I think that's I think good. We'll we'll give it the tw- the Twitter twitting treatment of uh, three at a time. So you got uh you got uh, five points total uh, out of a total of you could have had nine. Okay. So that's uh, now. How many points do I have to get to get off the show, Christian? Were there any tweets this week that made you say this, this ain't, ain't it, Chief? There sure were. So as you mentioned earlier, uh, we're recording this on nine eleven, um, right? That merry time of year we all love. Um, so. Today there was a QAnon get together in Washington D.C. Oh, right. um, where a bunch of folks set up a big poster with a Q on it, and sure did. Some YouTube people got up there and talked, and uh, I think there was about a total of twenty people there. <laughs> 
So somebody on Twitter posts that uh, they they were there, or they were watching videos of this, excuse me, mm-hmm. and they posted that, I just realized that the woman at the QAnon rally who says she drinks turpentine and sugar to kill the intestinal worms her doctors refuse to diagnose her with is probably vomiting up or pooping strands of stomach lining that she thinks are worms. They then follow that up with a link to Wikipedia says more more context here. So I'd like to read you the Wikipedia entry for rope worms. Oh, no. Rope worms are long, thin pieces of intestinal lining that are misidentified as human parasitic worms. Rope worms were described in 2013 in two self-published papers. And they are not actual parasites, but intestinal lining shed from the gut following the use of bleach enemas <laughs> and other similarly ineffective and dangerous cleanses and treatments, such oh. as lanolin enema uh, intended to remove parasites. The phenomenon results from misunderstanding and misidentification of intestinal artifacts expelled from the body. Um, goes on here, but uh, basically uh, this lady is poisoning herself to death, and the more she poisons herself, the more she's convinced that she has worms inside her. Um, really went down a rabbit hole with that one for a you, bit. I think so, yeah. Um, That's one of those where we're like, you know, just keep doing it, right? <laughs> Like, of all the things... You're they, looking great, those, sweetheart. Of all the things those people can do, that's one of them where I'm like, you know what, just can keep keep up at it, pal. Mm. So yeah. I read that one today, and I said, this ain't it, chief. Yeah, that's, that is the kind of thing I would get lost online for very, any weird medical stuff. Just Oh, sure. I'm going to be back to that, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I found this thread on uh, the subreddit, Slutty Confessions. <laughs> Here's a thread title. You frequent that one? Getting fucked by dogs tomorrow. Husband thinks I'm working, but I'm actually going to a friend's house. He has two pit bulls and his friend has two Rottweilers. I'm going to suck the four dogs and let them fuck me. I'll be back with an update tomorrow. Sadly, there was never an update. We can only assume she was viciously mauled by the pit bulls. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to uh, this week's episode. Again, go to patreon.com slash report this post. We will... I uh, have more football content for you. Uh, we'll have uh, so many other bonus episodes. At this point, there are thousands of them. Um, <laughs> and uh, what? what? Well, <laughs> depends on how you define episodes. Um, and there's a we had a, one just posted uh, today of, of this recording where we recorded outside and uh, got to listen to a guy rake for a while <laughs> my for friend, an uncomfortable amount of time. My friend texted me and asked, uh, what was the noise that sounded like uh, a microphone taped to a push broom? And I saw it was a guy raking. So yeah, he's like, oh, I'm not that far. <laughs> pretty much pretty much that, yeah, folks. Uh, We're experimenting. We're going through our, like, our what? Our pink, one of our Pink Floyd phases. Bored with the podcast phase. Uh well, unfortunately, we're going to keep doing this thing for a while. Um, after one year, we're going to have at least another year. We have a whole bunch of topics lined up. Another uh, year? We have things like, uh, let's see, at the list here. We got that we're going to talk about the Joker, uh, Manlets, Libertarians, finally. We're going to do an episode about that. The Simpsons, we're going to talk about. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Celebrity Gossip, so many different things. We're, we're, we got so many so many nonsense coming up. We're not going to say exactly when those are coming. They'll be nice little surprises. Uh, you can probably find out more accurately by going to patreon.com slash report this post. And if you want to hear your own episode, you can do that by joining the admin level of the Patreon. Or you can go to reportthispost.storyandv.com. You can just straight up buy it. You can just give us money and say, I want to pick an episode topic. And we'll do it. We'll credit you. We'll even 
release the episode so you can listen to it. We'll Maybe. we'll do it all. <laughs> Depending on what topic, we, we up to our discretion. We can tell you uh, uh, no. We, if it's like, uh, hey, uh, uh, do one about football. Well, we just did that one. It's like, well, can you do it again? We'll we'll probably say no. Uh, if you say diapers, we will definitely do that one again just to piss off a lot of people. <laughs> so uh, I think that, that about wraps it up. Uh, good night, everybody. <laughs>